So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everyone. This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Yes, you are listening to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. And this is episode number 61. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Really excited about this one. This is mm-hmm. where we're going to talk about how we got our first client working together. Uh, yeah, after being fired from the bank. Yeah, how was that, husband? Terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, terrible, Emotionally, but... it was terrible at first. I mean, if you're asking about the initial feeling, the initial feeling was terrible. But, obviously, in light of it, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Right, so this is why we're coming to you all. Because this month really commemorates the six-year anniversary of us being fully full-time marriedpreneurs. And it has definitely been a journey and where we started looks nothing, nothing like where we are today. Like I don't even, we've been through so many different, so many different things on this journey and so many different revelations. And so there've been tons and tons of lessons, so much rich uh, experience. So we just want to share that with you. Um, now, after you were fired, husband, that's a whole, we, we could probably spend a whole episode just on that. I'm telling um, you. Like just the, just the journey with working together and even me i didn't even know like how to handle your whatever like just the emotional part of it because yeah. as you said like your identity was wrapped up in your job so you didn't even know who you were really after being fired and then we had an option we we had a decision to make we came to a fork in the road like could you would you go work with other banks because you were getting offers or would you go and say okay now let's go do this thing we've been talking about doing for so long Yep. Right. And so you chose the latter. And yeah, and it was um it was definitely um somewhat unnerving, but mm-hmm. it was obviously uh quite rewarding as mm-hmm. well as um really helping to to really think about my life differently. Um and so mm-hmm. much as you said earlier, revelation came as a result of that. Mm-hmm. What was awesome, um, interestingly enough, is that uh we landed our first corporate client working together shortly yes. thereafter. So this, that was in April of 2013. Mm-hmm. And so we're commemorating that today and we want to celebrate, just kind of do a quick reflection, but also give some great insight and really like some great golden nuggets for you guys, no matter where you are in this journey, to encourage you, to give you some um, some more inspiration and really some motivation to just keep going and that commitment and drive to be be focused and stay focused on what you two have been called to do. Together. Absolutely. So let's just get right to the elephant in the room because so much okay. has happened since then. We quickly realized obviously that we needed to replace that income immediately um, and so uh we went we went down um an interesting uh sequence or roster of four very specific questions mm-hmm. that really helped to accelerate our progress mm-hmm. in light of my termination yeah and so we want to share those questions with you all today because those are the ones that really accelerated um us closing that that client contract and the first client we got our our first uh client together was a corporate client that we started working with literally less than 30 days after you'd gotten fired and um that client that corporate client was actually a school district 
we were contracted to come in together and teach entrepreneurship as mm-hmm. husband and wife to middle schoolers because for a couple of reasons they wanted um their middle schoolers to see a married couple working together which was like I didn't even realize at the time that that was like a big sale for them I went oh my goodness this is great and then um and also wanted they wanted their middle schoolers to be exposed to entrepreneurship at a young age um so there was all these other factors too that we were just like it it was just really quite an amazing experience and we were i mean we we knew about entrepreneurship but teaching it and then teaching this to middle schoolers you know as entrepreneurs you're like yep we can do that and they were like okay let's go write this curriculum Telling <laughs> and you. so that was pretty amazing so we want to go through like these four questions right yeah and doing something and teaching something can be very very different they are obviously different. and what's interesting is as as marriedpreneurs saying okay you know looking at you know all the different talents that we may have had between us, that we share between us, mm-hmm. um, and then really identifying, you know, which way we were going to go uh, was not easy initially. And, you know, let's just go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. New entrepreneurs, new married entrepreneurs, they often struggle with identifying, you know, like who is their dream client. Mm-hmm. Even more, like seasoned married entrepreneurs, they can often struggle with redefining who is their dream client. Mm-hmm. After being in business for a while, mm-hmm. because we can all be prone to becoming laxed and less attentive, you know, to the needs of our dream client. Um, and those needs can often shift or move mm-hmm. as market changes. Yeah. So in this episode, we're going to be sharing the four questions that we had. We ask ourselves then and we ask ourselves not now. And just we keep asking to define and redefine who our dream client is um, on our way to our next contract. And we like to use that phrase dream client or even dream avatar versus just like who our market is, who our avatar is, because there's something about the word dream. It makes you remember like who is it that you really, 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 really want to work with and not just who are the people that you have worked with. And then oftentimes we can create a profile around those we have worked with, even if they are not the ones that we desire to work with. And so we, I personally really like using that, that term, that dream client, because it it reminds me like, okay, not just anybody that I've worked with, but where are we going with this thing? So here are the questions that the four questions that we've asked each other, well, we asked ourselves then and then now, and we want to share with you what those differences look like as well too. Yep. So the first question is, who do you want to help? All about the who. Yep. Who is the who, right? So when that happened, once you got fired, I was like, okay, I don't know if I was originally thinking about the who. I, w- well, I was thinking about the who, but in the way that was like, who do I know that needs something? Like, so it was kind of it was a quick question. And since I was already with my staffing company, we are are we are we're niched in the in the schools, and so but we're focused on the the arts, performing and the visual arts, and even coding, um, teaching that with with students. So that's the staffing piece. So. I was already thinking about what is that lowest hanging fruit? Like, who do I know and who, like, who can we help? And that right there, it made it super easy to know where to spend my energy and what my messaging needed to be about based on like the who, just starting off with the who, because if the who changes, your messaging changes. And so I knew that the lowest hanging fruit for us was going to be someone or something that I've already was familiar with that industry um even though we had never done it in that in that space and this was not wasn't even a client of ours like of my company it was I don't even know like it was somebody else who talked to somebody else so it was it, it kind of got word of mouth kind of spread and so that was pretty amazing now talking about today 
since then we have definitely redefined our who and um that has made a difference on who like when we're talking about married preneur life like this is a legit thing now it was like kind of just starting then but now it's totally it's totally different as far as who our market is because we're not in working with school districts anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so when we um, first initially launched Married Preneur, Preneur Life, Life. Yeah. 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 It was known. Um, as it's known today. Right. As it's known today. Mm-hmm. We thought that we wanted to help marriages only. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting because we quickly realized that that wasn't clear enough, mm-hmm. nor was it practical. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, marriages have as many needs as there are marriages in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, right. you know, there's too many to name. And so some of our early... I recall even our early Facebook lives and and our early publishing um, was somewhat broad and it was it was mm-hmm. it was vague and so we ended up drawing people who were not our dream clients yeah. those who we really didn't desire to serve um, and some we weren't even really qualified to serve yeah. and I think when you said something earlier about your lowest hanging fruit I think sometimes we need to also perhaps take a look at our lowest hanging skill mm-hmm. because that yeah. will often sort of steer our thinking to oh leak. Let's check out this area or that area. And, and that, so that's exactly goes right into the second question. So go ahead. That was yeah. that was a good segue. Good segue. <laughs> so then the second question is, you know, what problem do they have um that you can help? So then you look at what's your lowest hanging fruit, you can ask, you know, okay, what's my lowest hanging skill? Mm-hmm. So what problem do they have that we can help them out with? Mm-hmm. And that ultimately will once again impact your messaging because it's the who and then how can we help so once we reached out to the schools we're like how can we help together what what skill set do we have even though you were working at the bank you were already running a business like on the side so you had some type of entrepreneurial background and then that's what all all I was doing on a full-time basis so um, that piece right there was really a I think something that really stuck out to them because we were a married couple that were teaching entrepreneurship skills um, yeah, so, I think that I, I think that mm-hmm. that gave us our distinction mm-hmm. in that market. Yeah, and then so for example, now today we're not in that market anymore. But now we're talking about married preneur life. What we're doing in this regard, initially, like you said, we start off being very vague, like, "Oh, we'll help married entrepreneurs." At first, we thought we were coming from the relationship market solely, which is like we're going to help you learn how to work together, how to put systems together, how to communicate better, how to make sure you're protecting and barricading your mar- marriage and protecting your date nights. Only, but then we realized a lot of the married couples who were coming to us, the married entrepreneurs, they were like, "What about the business? They really want, you know, entrepreneurs want to know about business." So then we switched it over to the wealth market, and with the wealth market, um, we were like, "Well, but we're missing the relationship. That's really big for us." And so then now we're like wealth market, but then we add in the relationship piece, so it's a very sweet spot. And then we're also now able to help even more marriages, especially when we focus on married entrepreneurs who serve other couples or, or families. Um, and then that also includes like marriage coaches and even like couples who it doesn't matter. You can have your own restaurant and you do date nights there. You can, it, you have your own clothing line um, that edifies, uplift families. So we realize we can really have a greater impact when we work with married entrepreneurs who have that same focus as well. Absolutely. So the first question we asked was, who do we want to help? And then the second one was, what problem do they have that we can help them with? Right. Uh, and then the third one is, how aware are they of this problem? Mm-hmm. And that's really, really important to know Mm -hmm. because sometimes you can look at a market and say, you know what, they have a problem, but they don't know that they have a problem. Mm -hmm. They don't know that they need it, right? but they want something else. And that was how we switched it around too because a lot of married entrepreneurs were like, we want the business, the scaling part, um, but they didn't realize that in order to really scale, they were going to need to understand like their wealth roles. And that was the the relationship part. So we now speak to them from the wealth roles, but then we, because that's what they want. 
but we actually give them both the wealth roles and then show them what they need in order to to actually scale and do what it is that they're desiring to do. Yeah, and let's show another facet of this mm. question. So mm. if the first question is how aware of the how how aware are they of this problem? Mm. Let's say they are aware of the problem. Then you could also ask the question, are they aware of the solution? Yep. That's or that fair. there is one. Yep. Or that you are the solution. Right. So is it like are they problem aware? Are they solution aware? And then are they aware of like you being the solution? And there's a great book that we read. We keep it with us in front of us um, mm-hmm. called, is it Good Leads? Great Leads. Great Leads, Great Leads. I forget the author, but y'all go Google it. It's amazing. So it really helps with understanding what that messaging needs to look like if they're problem aware or solution aware or like where are they on that spectrum. Which then brings us to the fourth and the final question, which mm-hmm. is how are they currently addressing this problem? Mm-hmm. Or are they? Yes, that <laughs> makes a big difference also in how you are um, how you're speaking and you're messaging to them as well, because if they're all addressing the problem one way, then you know that there's a better way Then you're able to speak to that market by showing and telling them there's a better way. But even within that market, um, there are going to be those diehards that are like, no, this way is the best way. Right. But then they're going to be those like, yeah, this is actually the only way that I know, but I wish it was something better. And you, those are going to be the ones that you want to inform because listen we talked i think i talked about this yesterday that trying to convince somebody that you are their solution and you are what they need is draining trying to convince somebody to buy from you to purchase from you it is like tiring who wants to build a business like that and so much easier to work with those who are actually looking for you they know that there's a problem they know that they're um, they're looking for a solution and once they meet you they're like oh my goodness where have you been in my life that is so much easier and they will work to do what they need to do to work with you that's so much easier to build your business around that type of market you know what's so interesting about this um, fourth question and it's so true what you just said and I think we have to keep reminding ourselves and I'm even it's funny because I'm even dealing something dealing with something similar to this in one of my businesses but mm-hmm. basically what you just said sweetheart is mm-hmm. don't sell to the unconverted Mm, sell to the converted. Yeah, Amen people, those who don't believe, if you spend most of your time trying to get them, them to, to believe, believe come on now. and then try to, you're going yeah. to wear yourselves out. Yes, that's so good. So those are the four questions for this episode. We hope that this has helped you. This has definitely helped us, um, like we said, from the beginning, from Jump Street to today. We're continuing to use these questions. It continues to help us to redefine, continues to help us to scale together, continues to help us to clarify our messaging. It's just very, very simple and practical, they're practical um, tools. And so listen, if you guys are needing help with your strategy and your implementation and you would like us and our Marriedpreneur Life team to equip you with a blueprint and accountability, be sure to apply to work with us. Um, we will definitely look at those applications and follow up with you. And now we do wanna let you know this, in honor of our Marriedpreneur Life anniversary, being that this is year number six in mm-hmm, April, mm-hmm. right? Um, over the next three days, we're we are going to be giving three, we're going to be working with three couples. So if you want to apply, we'll give you all um, three, we'll pick three couples each day, today, tomorrow, and the next day, which is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So depending on when you're listening to this, it pays to listen early. Okay. And then to go ahead and apply, we're going to give you all a free strategy call. Um, and we will be giving you like our mind, our mind on your business and giving you some real strategies to walk away with right away. Whenever we've done this in the past, our couples walk away with like amazing results. We've had one couple come back to us in 24 hours. They landed a new client and they were like, oh my goodness, this stuff works. So if 
that's you and you guys want to hop in on this go ahead and apply over at loveandlaunchsecrets.com forward slash apply loveandlaunchsecrets.com forward slash apply Okay, and also. (laughs) Guys, if you found value in this, uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And we look forward to being with you on the next episode. Peace. All right, y'all have a good one. Peace out. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless maripreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are maripreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.